welcome to Chew the Bible with your good friend A.A. Ron. We're now on Ezekiel chapter 31. The heading for this is Egypt cut down like a great tree. It's funny, I was getting ready. I went up to the my church for the Monday night, 7 o'clock prayer meeting. And I got to the parking lot. I was like, where are all the cars at? I was like, oh, yeah, today is Labor Day. Today is Labor Day. No prayer meeting. All right. So here we are at one of my favorite parks. By the lake or pond, whatever you want to call this thing. (laughs) I need to like Google the difference between a lake and a pond. I guess you would say this is a lake. Yeah. Anyway. Egypt cut down like a great tree. Now it came to pass in the 11th year, in the third month, on the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his multitude, whom are you like in your greatness? Indeed, Assyria was a cedar in Lebanon with fine branches that shaded the forest and of high stature, and its top was among the thick boughs. The waters made it grow. Underground waters gave it height, with their rivers running around the place where it was planted, and sent out rivulets to all the trees of the field. Therefore, its its height was exalted above all the trees of the field. Its bows were multiplied, and its branches became long because of the abundance of water. As it sent them out, all the birds of the heavens made their nest in its bows. Under its branches, all the beasts of the field brought forth their young. And in its shadows, all great nations made their home. Thus it was beautiful in greatness and in the length of its branches. Because its roots reached to abundant waters, the cedars in the garden of God could not hide it. The fir trees were not like its bows, and the chestnut trees were not like its branches. No tree in the garden of God was like it in beauty. I made it beautiful with a multitude of branches, so that all the trees of Eden envied it that that were in the garden of God. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have increased in height, and it set its top among the thick bows, and his heart was lifted up in its height. Therefore, I will deliver it into the hand of the mighty one of the nations, and he shall surely deal with it. I have driven it out for its wickedness. And aliens, the most terrible of the nations, have cut it down and left it. Its branches have fallen on the mountains, and in all the valleys its bows lie broken by all the rivers of the land. And all the peoples of the earth have gone from under its shadows, under its shadow, and left it. On its ruin will remain all the birds of the heavens, and all the beasts of the field will come to its branches, so that no trees by the waters may ever again exalt themselves for their height, nor set their tops among the thick boughs, that no tree which drinks water may ever be high enough to reach up to them. For they have all been delivered to death, to the depths of the earth, among the children of men who go down to the pit. Thus says the Lord God, in the day when it will, when, when, in the day when it went down to hell, I caused mourning. 
I covered the deep because of it. I restrained its rivers and the great waters were held back. I caused Lebanon to mourn for it. And all the trees of the field wilted because of it. I made the nation shake at the sound of, it, of its fall when I cast it down to hell together with those who descend into the pit. And all the trees of Eden, the choice and best of Lebanon, all that drink water were comforted in the depths of the earth. They also went to hell with it, with those slain by the sword and those who were its strong arm and dwelt in its shadows among the nations. To which of the trees in Eden will you then be likened in glory and greatness? Yet you shall be brought down with the trees of Eden to the depths of the earth. You shall lie in the midst of the uncircumcised with those slain by the sword. This is Pharaoh in all his multitude, says the Lord God. That was the New King James Version, by the way. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.